1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker.
2: I'm Aggie Hewitt.
1: And uh, I'm coming to you from Hawaii today.
2: Brian's on tropical vacation in Hawaii, and the rest of us are stuck here in l a like losers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I'm uh, pretty relaxed, uh, but I took some time out to look at those goop newsletters and talk to everyone about them.
2: Brian, did you do a goop? Did you use um, g-spotting?
1: No, okay. So first of all, there are there's no Hawaii g-spotting. What? Which bums me out like, I don't know if she just hasn't gotten to it yet or what. Now that I'm here, uh, I understand like at least Maui or this part of Maui that I'm on is very not goopy at all. Like it's a lot of old people, uh, a lot of like just sort of trashy Mai Tais. And I haven't seen like very many health food type places or even really very many like upscale things at all. It's, I don't know, maybe it's the part of the island that I'm on, but I understand why Gwyneth would not do a a G-spotting for for Maui.
2: I think you have to search kind of far and wide for that stuff in Hawaii. Like, I think it exists, but it's, like, remote and hidden, and you have to, like, know, or, like, you have to, like, be Gwyneth. Like, maybe they wouldn't even let her put it on the app because, like, it's so fancy and secret.
1: Yeah, which makes me want it, like, if it is hidden and I just don't know about it, then that, then I really want, like, Gwyneth's help vacation well that's when um,
2: you need goop more than yeah, ever
1: yeah i know uh tomorrow we're driving to some like hippie town called Paiya mm. and apparently i think that might be more goopy okay um, we're gonna spend the day there and i'm gonna try to like buy some crystals or something
2: oh god get me one
1: yeah yeah i'm gonna get crystals for everyone <laughs> well that's the only <laughs> i'm gonna get <laughs>
2: Cause what it, what it, people don't want fucking like macadamia nuts give me a break. Ooh, I want macadamia nuts
1: too. We have a bag in our hotel room. Ugh.
2: Oh. Heaven.
1: I know. Well, let's uh, let's get to it because I don't want to make all of our listeners so jealous of of my of or me. Life. Yeah. All
2: right. Or you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's get into it. What was uh, what was your best of the week? Oh, my best of the week was the olive oil fraud article.
1: Okay.
2: Did you read it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I read, I read
2: everything. Wow. Brian, I can't believe you're reading this stuff while you're on a sandy beach in Hawaii.
1: I know. Well, and also, this week's newsletters, like, the articles were especially really long and in-depth, I thought. I like thought it, it, it was a lot of reading.
2: It was a lot of work. I know. I thought it was so good.
1: The olive oil one?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: The whole thing. Uh, I thought the whole newsletter was great. Um, yeah. But this olive oil article was really informative. It was about how when you buy olive oil, you're buying like the corpse of like true olives, and like if you want to get really good olive oil, you need to go to Mario Batali's Italy. And, um, it, otherwise you could be eating poison. And then they talk about this one time when all these people thought they were eating olive oil, but it was some poison oil and they were all killed because like there was isn't enough regulation in the olive oil industry and they're trying to make olive oil more like wine. And I loved it.
1: I know. Olive oil is, I mean, it's, I think it's definitely run by the mob. Yeah. That industry. And oh. I think they also export most of like their really crappy stuff to America because Americans... Like, can't tell the difference anyway. Yeah, we
2: don't care. Uh,
1: so, yeah, most of it is not even made from olives or it is, like, the shittiest stuff you can find. So what I've been doing is because, I mean, I don't have access to Italy, uh, no. And I can't afford to spend thousands of dollars on olive oil. No. I, I just go to Costco and I get, the um, like, the one that is grown in California because I figure that the domestic olive oil is probably fine. I think she says that even in an article, like, that that's sort of the best bet if you can't, like, go to, like, a fancy olive oil store.
2: Yeah, Costco, huh?
1: Yeah, they have the that uh, California Olive Ranch um, for like a big bottle for like ten bucks. Uh, I gotta get
2: that membership.
1: Is, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, My best was a, a similar. It was the related article about uh, what we didn't know about cooking oils.
2: Yeah, that one was also pretty good.
1: Uh, I just because. No, look, the olive oil one. I, I guess I sort of knew I listened to some podcast or read something about that one, but but this cooking oil one, it broke it down really well as far as like which are the cooking oils that are good for you and which are bad for you. And I just thought it was the perfect like goop uh, article that sort of was both informative and sort of insane.
2: Yeah, and that had a chart too. Of all the different types yeah. of oils, like macadamia and everything,
1: like the um, the people that wrote this article were um, are a married couple. Uh, the man is a psychiatrist, and the woman is a nutritionist, and they wrote mm-hmm. this book called The Brain Warrior's Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically saying how certain oils are good for your brain, and certain oils are terrible, and the ones that are good will also help you lose weight, which. You know, a uh, recurring theme in Goop articles. Everything goes down to having a great body.
2: Yeah, I think basically everything about Goop when you get down to the nuts and bolts is about losing weight.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and being hot. Uh, the one thing that I'm definitely going to change after reading this article is I usually use grapeseed oil as yeah. my sort of neutral oil when I don't want to do olive oil. Mm-hmm. But now I think I'm going to switch it to avocado oil.
2: Oh, wow. Well, that's a lot more expensive.
1: Well again, Costco. You can get a big thing of all uh, of avocado oil for like ten bucks. Wow,
2: I really fucked up when I didn't renew that membership.
1: <laughs> well you can still get one at any time. I know, it's just uh, I always I can just buy you stuff. Oh my god, that's Whatever. that's true. <laughs>
2: That is uh, true.
1: Because, like, well, I, I always thought, because I've never used avocado oil, I assumed for some reason it would, like, taste like avocado. Yeah, like me too. Like, coconut oil sort of tastes like coconut. Yeah. But this article made me think that it was just very neutral. Um, huh. So I'm going to try it and see, see what it those... does.
2: Well, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, because, like, I, because I agree, if you go to a regular grocery store and get all, like, avocado oil, it's a tiny little uh, bottle, and it costs a million dollars. But at Costco... Who knows? It's probably fake. It's all probably fake shit at Costco. There's probably gonna be a big scandal. But yeah. in the meantime, I will shop there.
2: Yeah, fool yourself while you can
1: My worst article, the ayahuasca one, I am so sick of hearing people talk about ayahuasca. Right? I'm never gonna I'm never gonna do it. It sounds horrifying. Like the last thing I need to do in this life is confront my own, like, subconscious on like a million tv shows everyone from grace and frankie to there was that hulu show about the cult they do ayahuasca on that and it's just like and everyone is so the talks about ayahuasca Everyone's so superior and being like oh this is not a drug this is a medicine this is gonna you know change your own life and you know make the world a better place like imagine if any if people were talking about any other drugs like that like it's fine like okay, cocaine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if someone who loved cocaine was tell, was basically evangelizing it to everyone and being, oh, you know, it makes you so confident and happy and you get so much work done, blah, blah, blah. Like, give me a break. Like, I am for the legalization of drugs, but don't push your fucking junkie agenda on me. That's awesome.
2: No, I know. I think it's really infuriating. And then people, when they're like, I think even in the article, she was like, and if you don't think that it has mystical properties, well, I can't speak to that. And that's not what I think. And like, it's just irritating. It's like this totally superior. Yeah, it's like this superior point of view about your stupid drugs. Everybody knows you just like getting high and you're rich. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, live and let live. Do your drugs or don't do drugs, but don't pretend it's this moral superiority um That's- just, just because like this drug is expensive and it's not like quote-unquote fun like I, mm-hmm. I used to like do hallucinogens every once in a while when i was younger like just you know regular like mushrooms or acid or whatever yeah i'm like it's fine mm-hmm. but like the things that you learn quote-unquote learn are like so trite and stupid like it's like a pothead being like oh like i you know i had the biggest discovery when i fucking smoked pot i, I don't know, know. I, I think it's
2: I have, had, I have had a straight-up spiritual awakening with that shit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I do believe in it, and I do think it was terrible, but I also said that it was my craziest, the ayahuasca article. Oh, and yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because she specifically
1: you, has— you, you haven't done ayahuasca, right?
2: No, I haven't done it. Oh. Have okay. you? No. 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 I'm never going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to do the other one that's, like, the chemical your brain releases when you die, and you die, or whatever. You know what I mean? Ugh, DMT. I, I Actually, I think, is, is it ayahuasca? Is it the same thing?
1: It might be. I, I think drugs are for waking up <laughs> or going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, uppers and downers. Those are the drugs I like. All this other garbage, it's... I don't it's not
2: for me I don't know I like the journey man I like to go on the spiritual journey (laughs) Brian but I don't do any drugs I I don't don't know I I can get
1: other spiritual like spiritual journeys from you know meditation or uh reading a good book oh god like oh this deep delve into your own mind just scares the shit out of me okay grandpa
2: break out of your comfort zone
1: I guess. am kidding. Wait, so that was your
2: craziest? Well, because she specifically had this idea that, like, ayahuasca, like, is tied to this old lady from the jungle that's, like, God. Did you read that? Yeah. There's, like...
1: Yeah, the grandmother. The
2: grandmother. And, like, the whole thing is about how it's, like, the grandmother... Um, and I thought that that in particular was insane, and I had never heard that before, that, like, it's a per- there's, like, a person that you meet that everybody is, like, in touch with when they do it. Is that part of it?
1: No, I think it was more like it's the personification of ayahuasca. Like, if ayahuasca was a, a goddess, yeah. I don't know that, like, everyone who's on ayahuasca meets this grandmother. I don't know.
2: It, that's not what I thought Oh, I got that, like... I, I thought the grandmother could take the shape of, like, a jungle cat or an anaconda, and, like, you'd meet it. I,
1: well, yeah, then I guess the grandmother could be anything that you meet on your journey. But, like, if you're on that much hallucinogens, of course you're going to meet crazy... Like, have you ever done salvia? No. It, it's like this sage that you smoke where you... Uh, you basically black out and you have like a really intense trip that lasts about 90 seconds Mm -hmm. and that's how I I mean that's the the strongest hallucinogen I've ever done I've never done this ayahuasca but like you do sort of forget that you are a person with a body for a little bit and Ah. you just go completely into your mind Um, and I didn't mind I mean I was also younger when I did it and I think less scared of things Yeah, Uh, because you're you know you're in your 20s and you're stupid and you're willing to try anything um but even that now i'm like i i've done it like i don't need to do
2: it yeah who needs it
1: i don't know yeah all right uh wait so what was your worst did you do your worst
2: oh my worst was actually um ask gene
1: oh okay yeah
2: um which also i kept getting confused with whatever this ask gene which is ashwagandha It's, like, a supplement and ayahuasca, and I was, like, oh, is this, like, a tie-in? And I, like, didn't know what she was talking about. And it's just this, like, supplement she bought from some woman in Amagansett, which is, like, isn't that, like, in the Hamptons or something?
1: Yeah, it's, like, between East Hampton and Montauk.
2: And I thought I didn't like it because it just—I didn't think it was very— Informative. I mean, Ask Jean has been doing so well these last couple of weeks. We've both been really enjoying Ask Jean. She's been showing a lot of herself. She's been opening up. She's been raw. She's been real. And...
1: Yeah, and this one, it did seem like she was sort of like, well, it, it worked for me... Uh... It was at her hormone levels. I, it was a while since i read
2: that one. Oh, um, what is she- it about? I don't understand. So the question is that um, this is the question. You tell me if this is a question. I read a lot about adaptogens on goop. What is ashwagandha and what do I use it for? How I don't understand what the hell that means. Like I don't understand that as a question.
1: And then, this is another fake question where they've been stocking a shitload of ashwagandha, and Gwyneth tells Jean, Hey, we got to get rid of this ashwagandha, (laughs) Jean. And so they made up a question. Like, and I I guess it's something to to sort of balance your levels of some sort. It it, it seems very vague. Yeah. Jean didn't really seem to know much about it.
2: All she said about it was that it tastes terrible and she puts it in this like hot concoction or this cold concoction um and that yeah, like, it, all
1: these, like all the other potions
2: which like, everything either okay, goes okay. in something hot or cold and they oh big surprise she mixes it with coconut milk and then um yeah and then um yeah it's for her out of wag hormones and i don't understand what that means oh adaptogens help you with your hormones i guess yeah, that's I think
1: they're the sort thing? Of, it's like a catch-all term for uh for like natural supplements that that yeah just vaguely help your health.
2: Maybe I just am not well informed enough to be reading this it maybe it just like assumes a level of knowledge that I just don't have about hormones. Maybe. I don't know.
1: That being said, I would if someone offered me some ashwagandha I would I would try it. I mean it couldn't hurt.
2: No, I would try anything in goop, literally anything. But I, I wouldn't except for ayahuasca. Except for I, I mean, I would try that maybe a little bit if I was doing it with the goop ladies. Oh, no, no. That would be so scary! Oh I my know. god! Oh,
1: yeah, it would. It would be too scary. I don't want to know. Like people have boundaries in their brains for a reason. I think you're. You know what? You're right. I don't
2: know. It's like leave it yeah. alone. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh. Uh, so, so my craziest was the, I mean, this is no surprise, the jade
2: eggs for your yoni. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: So this is, uh, an article about how it's beneficial for women to stick a jade egg up their vagina. And I guess this is sort of low hanging fruit for goop. Like it's, it's, it's one of those ones that I think is designed to get a lot of like publicity and clickbait. Uh, yeah. And it was crazy, but the thing that I think is pretty funny is that the Real Housewives of Atlanta did a whole segment on this thing last week. Oh, really? Like, they, yeah. (laughs) So this was not news to me, because Portia and Sheree and uh, Phaedra all went to, like, this Yoni uh, Jade guru in Atlanta, and they all stuck these eggs up their vaginas last week. So I already sort of knew all about it.
2: Wow. Well...
1: Um... But like this this lady in the article is just like it it strengthens and then it makes you feel more powerful and then she also claims that it like makes you more attractive to men. uh, if you do this. Yeah,
2: it's supposed to make you like better at sex. She well they kept saying
1: Chinese like the aristocracy in China have been doing this for thousands of years. Yeah, it was like their Um,
2: secret. Yeah. But
1: again, like, and we talked about this a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Kegel exercises. Mm-hmm. Is this really necessary? Are, are women so loosey-goosey that, like, it's, that sex isn't fun anymore? I, I just don't think that that's true.
2: Look, is it necessary? No. Is it the thing I would try this week? Yes, it is. Oh, oh because
1: right. well, I was. If you say that, I, I better you better actually try it and uh, well, they're and get back to they're fifty
2: five dollars, Brian.
1: I mean, you could probably get a cheap one. I'm not you know getting what, a cheap Aggie, one. If I, if I, if, I see,
2: if I see one at the <laughs> store at Bristol Store, I'll, I'll buy one for you. <laughs> okay, great. It's a deal. Listen, I said last week that I wanted to hold a crystal. Why wouldn't I just do that instead? Why not try it out? I like it. Yeah. It seems fun. It seems very... It seems... Again, and again,
1: I know absolutely nothing about a woman's body. It seems like a, a big... I guess it's not that big. It's just an egg shape. I don't know. It seems like a lot.
2: I don't know how hold big... It. It. I don't know how you get it out. Well, there I was... Said
1: you can tie a string to it. Yeah, they said you can tie
2: unwaxed dental floss, I think. <laughs> but it just seems like, I don't know, it's like if you're meditating and you're holding crystals, why not shove one up there and just like have it inside and the and you don't have to worry about it hands-free. And then you That's do true. your meditation and you're getting all the benefits and, you know, you're getting them like so much harder. It's like you're getting the benefits of holding a crystal times a million because it's in your vagina.
1: It, yeah. You know? Like I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, it, it probably works.
2: I know uh, for a fact it works. I know that I would like it. I know that if I did it for a month, at the end of the month, I'd be like, "Oh, it changed my life."
1: Yeah, I mean, and just knowing that you have it in there, or that you have had it in there, it—I it, just feel like it. Yeah, it would make you feel more powerful. Like you're, yeah, you're holding all the secrets to the universe, right? right.
2: I mean, right. I wouldn't walk around like that. But I might do it for like ten minutes.
1: Yeah. And then I get you just sort of push it out like uh like you're laying an egg.
2: Oh, I could get it out. Yeah. Stuff comes out of there easy. No problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um well the thing I would try was oh, it was in the um the recipes, that the clean chicken pot pie thing.
2: I am shocked.
1: That looks good. It looked. It didn't look overly healthy. It looked. It just was like we're not going to have cream, and we're going to make our crust out of spelt. Um, so it seemed like a doable. And I, I, who doesn't love chicken pot pie?
2: Everybody uh, loves chicken pot pie. It's true.
1: Yeah, it, sound, it sounded really good, and it, yeah, it just sounded like tasty and like a good uh, lighter version without without going over the top. In comparison. Uh, sister recipe for that mac and cheese, where instead of, uh... Oh, God. You use carrots and potatoes, and that claims that that, uh... <sighs> that is the same consistency I, of cheese. That yeah. sounded disgusting.
2: I had to stop reading that, because it was making me nauseated.
1: Yeah.
2: It made me sick to um, even it, read it.
1: It's weird that those two recipes came from the same woman, because, like, the chicken pot pie sounded pretty good, and then the that, that mac and cheese... Yeah, it was, like, so... Mac and cheese, where the cheese is made out of carrots and potatoes.
2: Ugh! Oh my god, it's disgusting. Ugh, ugh! What do you have to do to those carrots?
1: Ugh! I mean, carrots. I just don't like carrots anyway. Really? I hate them. Um, and then like potato, like it's like you're just putting starch on starch. If it's mac and cheese, and then cheese is made out of like, ugh.
2: And can't you like blend it in? blend the yeah. vegetable oh, and it, in. And you're supposed
1: to put in oh that's why it, I thought it was especially disgusting is, is because you're supposed to also put in a ton of nutritional yeast
2: oh yeah they love that
1: which I think tastes so gross I like, like I like pretty much any food yeah uh, and nutritional yeast just the the thought of it the smell of it smells it smells like like moldy feet and farts Ugh. and dead bodies all at the same time
2: yeah I like it
1: Ugh. and and yeah because vegans are like oh it's just like parmesan because when it's you like par-
2: it's- if you've been vegan you develop a taste for it i think because it's like the closest yeah. thing it really is like the closest thing to that like creamy nutty taste that you can get and you just like put a ton of it in whatever with like salt and just like you know make it just take it you know <sighs> i
1: gag just thinking about it it's like parmesan is so such a wonderful smell and i get like they are they are very similar but for some reason like the nutrition it just goes on the other end of the spectrum and to me at least it's like so vile just the thought of it
2: yeah it was a disgusting recipe (sighs)
1: yeah um well
2: well, the real thing I would buy is that vagina egg, but I couldn't have it on here okay. twice. So I just like clicked around the Monday newsletter and I found this detox cellulite body oil from the Beauty Te- Detox oh, yeah. Guide. And it's this like um, oil, body oil. That, like, reduces inflammation, which I think is, like, what they're saying. Because they can't, in the description, say it takes away cellulite, like, legally or something. But I just assume it does take away cellulite. And you can use it alone right after dry brushing, or you can apply it with a dry brush.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, is this for your hair? How how, much does it cost? I'm confused. Because when I heard I could dry brush, I'm thinking... I'm dry brushing my skin. Yeah, it's called body oil. It's not for your hair. It costs $70. And I want to brush. It's for your
1: skin. It gets rid of the cellulite.
2: But what's the brush?
1: Maybe it comes with a
0: brush. I don't no,
2: know. no, it doesn't. It's $70. It's for your skin. It's detox. It's detox body oil. And you can brush it onto your skin.
1: That
2: sounds great. Doesn't it? I, what is the brush? I mean, this is opening up a whole world for me.
1: Maybe, well, I guess you could just smear it in with your hands, right?
2: Yeah, you know, the brush is optional. Yeah.
1: But it's like, every um, time and you... it's just supposed to tone your skin?
2: Yeah, and it smells like grapefruit and rosemary. That sounds amazing. I know, but it's like these women are always coming up with more. Like, there's always more shit you can be doing. Like, I, did you know that you could be brushing your skin...
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess to get what's well, like if you go
1: for a, a facial or whatever, and they it's like an exfoliate they get all the dead skin off of your face. I imagine it's like that for your body.
2: Yeah, I imagine it too.
1: But yeah, it's never enough. There's always another product to buy, always another step in like the, the sort of hygiene ritual. You're never doing um, anything right. No, never. No. Um, I would buy the. Kimberly Zip cardigan.
2: Oh, a cardigan. Um,
1: The Goop label edition 5, January. Uh, So, Gwyneth came out with, you know, the three or four pieces uh, that you're supposed to buy this month. And, again, you know, I have my constant uh, wish for them to start a men's line, which I know is never going to happen. Never. The cardigan seems relatively unisex, and I love cardigans. Like,
2: especially this
1: time of year. uh, Yeah. That's what I like to wear, and this looks extremely comfy.
2: Wow, I can't um, believe you want to buy clothes. A
1: white zip-up cardigan for six hundred bucks.
2: Good for you, Brian. You should do it.
1: Uh, I could, yeah, I could pull it off. I don't know if it comes in like triple XL for women, but uh, it definitely doesn't. So I you could make it work. It. But maybe I'll find um, a sixteen-dollar version at uh, Crossroads and you will, For Goodwill, and and do it that way.
2: Yeah, the old-fashioned way.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess that pretty much covers it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to keep you from your honeymoon any longer. I know.
1: Oh, we have so much to. Do. No, we don't. We're not really doing much today. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, this I really felt like this week really got back to the depth and the breadth that we expect from a week of Goop newsletters. That like the holidays are over.
2: Back uh, to detox business. Is
1: happening, and she's back to writing these long fucking articles, and I
2: love it. Yeah, this was a great newsletter. I was really into it. I was really impressed. Nose to the grindstone, churning out good newsletters. We're here to read them. I'm happy. I'm loving it.
1: Yeah, let's hope it uh, keeps on going. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, The audio quality is probably not 100% this week, but hopefully... It is still, uh, listenable. And, yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Um, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.
2: Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.